Welcome to the Opinions on Pickens podcast, the sports show where there are no fouls or flags, only baskets and touchdowns. Here's your host, Alyssa Butterson. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to Opinions on Pickens. I'm Alyssa Butterson, and I'm a little bummed out. I'm not going to lie to you, a little bummed out, but we'll get to that a little later. Joining me today is Coach G. Coach, what's going on with you? Yo, yo, what's going on, OOP family? It's good to be back. I missed you. It's bittersweet episode. <laughs> we go get into it. What's up, y'all? What's going on? What's going on? How are we feeling out there, yeah? Let's just jump right into it. The Boston Celtics were able to defeat the Miami Heat at home in Game 7, 100-96, in a hugely defensive battle. And, wow, all I got to say is... Coach G was right on his prediction and um, does sting a little bit for Miami fans and especially losing at home like that at game seven. I can't even, uh, that is really, really hard. But let's talk a little bit about the Boston Celtics here for a minute, coach. What worked for them in game seven? Uh, I mean, you saw it. How you feeling out there? How you feeling, Khaled? You all right, Khaled? DJ Kelly, you okay? But you know what worked for the Celtics has, has been pretty much what they've done the whole playoffs and most of the season. Defense, defense, defense. They wasn't giving up, you know, too many fast break points. Um, they were, I mean, they, they were, they were locking down everyone else but Jimmy and maybe Bam and, you know, Udoka. His coaching philosophy is to try to keep, you know, teams mid-20s and under per quarter. And you saw, I mean, they, those guys were hustling white. I mean, we, we, we not even, we not even get in to Tatum, um, the defensive player of the year. You know, you know, he brings to the table, Mr. Horford. It was just a great, you know, great game. I mean, we looked up, it was 24 to nine at one point, start the game. And defense turned into good offense. And you know the rest is history, you know? You're right, Coach. Heat were down 11 with under three minutes to go. But they went on a 9-0 run that honestly was capped by a huge three-pointer by Max Strauss with 51 seconds left and made it a two-point game. But it just wasn't enough. Uh, Mm. The Heat did not lead one time this entire game. Even the opening, as you mentioned, the first quarter, they were outworked a hundred percent, and they fought the whole game. I will give them that. They did one hundred percent fought. But by them, who who do I mean right now? I mean Jimmy Butler. He played every second of this game, and he just dropped forty seven points in Game Six, and, and he, he just every, and he, he had a, every minute of that game too. He had another amazing performance in Game Seven with thirty five points. Bam had a okay game. He, he brought the 25 points he needed. Yeah. Lowry, 15. But again, is Lowry that piece? I don't know. You had Tyler Hero come back. He's had a groin issue. What was he out? Three games, I believe. Yeah. Six man of the year. Finally returned after that three-game absence. But he went scoreless in seven minutes. Obviously, he wasn't ready. That wasn't the piece that was needed. And I hate saying that because I love the guy. I mean, you know... It was game seven. And if Hero could have given you anything 
it would have been a plus. But you know, with those with the growing issue, you're tight, you can't get any spring. And he gave seven minutes, seven scoreless minutes. I mean, it's really not you can really expect from the guy. It was just too much Celtics. I mean, <laughs> I know I know when they when they bought it within two, I know you thought, okay, the heat, we got this. <laughs> No, as as soon as Jimmy Butler shot that three, I thought to myself, why not just go for the two? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was... I, I think they knew that even if he went for it, they wouldn't have made it in overtime anyway, so I why mean, not go for the three? But, it, but it was Jimmy wasn't... I don't know. I just... I wasn't sold on that play. Que- questionable shot, but it was a great look. And, you know, Butler was like, yo, I'm trying to take us to the finals. So if not me, then who? I guess you're right. You are right. You know? So did you hear or see any of this where Jason Tatum wore a purple and gold armband yeah, with the number 24 on it during the game to yeah. honor Kobe Bryant, his favorite player, of course. And mentor. He also shared with everyone a text he sent to Kobe's phone number before the game saying, and I quote, I got you today. How special was it for him to honor Kobe in that way? Dude, I mean, that was awesome. You know, he attended some uh, Kobe camps as a younger player. And I think his game has been emulated behind Kobe, his mentality, the mama mentality. I think Tatum possesses that. And, you know, the irony of it, all those uh, Celtics and Lakers uh, battles, you know, in the, in, in the 80s and in the 90s, and hell, even, even in the 2000s, it's kind of, like I said, it's a bittersweet because the irony of it is his favorite player retired a Laker. And that battle, we already know what that brings. So just to show the history and the camaraderie and the love for your hero, your mentor, your idol, it was, it was, it was special. And Tatum was nothing but sensational. In my opinion, this was the best series we've seen so far in these playoffs, though. Oh, for sure. For sure. And, you know, Butler is tough, man. I mean, you, you play lights out for four out of the seven games. Uh, fall short. I think Celtics have a couple, a, a little more firepower than you guys had, but great like season. Size, maybe? Size and maybe, you know, a little more, a few more dogs on, on that side of the ball. But, you know, every single starting player for the Boston Celtics got a vote for defensive player of the year. Oh, for sure. That's a, that's, that's a, a nice, nice little stat there. I mean, that's, that's just cool, though. Wish, wish, I mean, wish they should have. They deserved it, man. The number one defensive team in the league. Now, of course, we got to wrap this up with a little bit more on my heat. What is the missing piece for them? Mm, the missing piece. Cal Lowry, I mean, he, he is... He's a star. He's a he's a great player. But sometimes he is undersized and overmatched at in, in, in certain points. I think that was the the problem that he faced in Toronto. Great, great, great player. But defensively, he got taken advantage of by the bigger guards. So that can be an issue. I don't know about that Duncan Robinson situation. I thought he was supposed to be a vital piece, but I mean, I rarely saw him play. So that might be an issue. We got to try to work out, try to get some size for him, try to get something formidable for him. 
Uh, but you're gonna need maybe one or two. I mean, Butler, he he can't play every minute of every game to, to keep you guys going. He needs some help. What's this mock trade I've been hearing about? Like Hero and Bam for Embiid. Embiid's not going anywhere. <laughs> That's crazy. But you know, I've seen strange things happen in in the sports. So you never know. You know, B and B and Butler back together again. <laughs> that'd be that'd be pretty awesome. It would be awesome. I think it's time to jump into that finals preview, though, Coach G. As we know, we now have the Boston Celtics taking on the Warriors, the, the Golden Bye-bye. State Warriors. This is a great matchup. I know you've been looking forward to this matchup. Now, the Warriors will have the home court mm-hmm. advantage as they had a better regular season record. But let, let's talk a little bit about Clay and Steph and Brown and Tatum. Like, how are those matchups looking going into the finals? Well, 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 well. I caught this finals at the beginning of the playoffs. I just got to, you know, toot toot the horn a little bit. Um, Tatum and Brown, Clay, Steph, they're arguably the best backcourt we've ever seen, the best shooting backcourt by far. But it's going to be it's going to be a dogfight between those two. I think they pretty much cancel themselves out between you know Thompson and and Brown. They kind of, you know, they they they're awesome players, but sometimes you know they go cold. Um, Steph's going to be a vital piece. Tatum's going to be a vital piece, and the defensive matchup. I'm pretty sure Clay will be guarding um, Tatum. Probably you know a little a little mix a little mix up a little switching around, but it's gonna come down to man it's gonna come down to I mean role players really it's gonna come down to a Draymond's defense it's gonna come down to Pool Kaminga man Kaminga that kid is that kid is that kid is a beast and he's starting to get more minutes now going forward so it really is gonna be the role players the Struess or whatever from uh, Boston uh, White. Like, sometimes he gets a little erratic, but it's really going to come down to those guys, myself, man. Uh, Marcus Smart, man, he man, he had a great – the games he played, he, he played very well from the point guard position. He's going to have the, the the responsibility of of running around with Steph, I believe. And Steph, you know, his range is when he steps, on, steps into the arena. So it's, it's going to be uh, – man, it's going to be exciting. Gonna be exciting. I'm, I'm, I'm getting chills just talking about it. I totally agree with you, Coach. And you've made so many great points. I'm looking forward to see if Boston's defense can slow down these amazing shooters that the Warriors have. And not mm. only that, this experienced Warriors team in the finals. Yeah. And Boston, not so much. Not this team in particular. Yeah. So it will be interesting to see. You are right. It's basically like. You know, the rookies against, you know, the seniors right now. And that's mm-hmm. kind of, I mean, not saying they both are dogs out here, but it, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Does experience in the finals, does that matter? I mean, experience definitely matters. And with this current Warriors uh, roster, out of the, I think it's really only like five players that have finals experience. It's, it's pretty much the core team. And, yeah, experience matters because when those those final minutes start ticking down, 
and you know butts get tight start clenching and hearts start racing and hands get clammy you need the experience to calm everything down but what's a good story is Mr. Al Horford this is his first final and he got a five million dollar bonus for making it to the finals I think that was pretty pretty dope and uh, I'm kind of happy for him just to you know first Dominican Republican to ever go to the finals yeah yeah wow wow that's a good stat too and it's gonna be a great battle but I think to answer your question, experience definitely matters in in the highest, you know, the series in basketball. I can't say I don't agree with you. I, I'm just very excited for this game, like you said as well. But I do hope that this is a dogfight and it goes back and forth. I hope that this goes to seven games. I'm predicting that it will go to seven games. And... I don't know. Is it time for Pickens picks? Why not, we, not yet. Hold, not hold yet. On. No, not yet. And you know the the cra- another crazy thing is, in the last I think five six years, the Celtics actually have a winning record against the Warriors. So that might play a part too. You know, I don't know. They're like I get nine and five, ten and five, it was, it was something crazy like that. That they've won more games against the Warriors than the Warriors have won against them. Wow. I mean, if Tatum can go into game one against the Warriors with 26, you know, 35 points, if Brown and Smart can both go in with over 20 points, this can really be a viable matchup. Yeah, I mean, for sure. But I think Steph, everybody's talking about, you know, Steph, how is is he going to be top five? How is he going to be this great? And he doesn't have a finals MVP. He got the conference finals MVP. Now... I want to see Steph close the door on all this and get the finals MVP, get his fourth championship, you understand? And we can just do away with all the rhetoric. We can do away with it. Let's go. Also, what's interesting to see is Draymond Green, he's done so much since he's recovered from this injury he had in January. Right. So seeing him come back also and play a vital role in game five against mm-hmm. Dallas, he yeah. was a key piece to close oh, that series oh, out for, for them. Oh, for sure. I mean, Draymond, like I, like we said on like previous, previous episode, like when the, when the Warriors was taking a, taking a little slide, I think they had maybe lost five out of nine games or something, something like that. When there was no Draymond, obviously. But when Draymond came back, we said like he's he's really he's really the heartbeat of that team. He's the engine that really he's the catalyst. He he carries that team defensively, emotionally. Like he is, you know, he's the jack of all trades. And kudos off to him. I mean, he plays five positions. He's really a small forward because he's only six seven, but he can play one through five. You understand? And that I mean you. Those kind of players, you can't you can't really get get them too often. What is the key to Boston winning this series? I mean, they're gonna have to stick to. I mean, what has gotten them here? Um, defense, you know, timely shooting, turnovers, turnovers. You, you, it's gonna be huge in this series. Yeah. I feel like, and I, sometimes both teams get sloppy. Rebounds, rebounds, and I, and the Celtics are slightly longer. And, and bigger in size than uh, Golden State, 
So I like rebounds. But what Golden State lacks in that department, they make up for in shooting. They make up for in shooting and the way they the way they rotate the ball and pass. Like, yo, four men might touch the ball in any possession. Like that's high efficiency, you understand? And when you're rotating and you know Clay, he can score twenty points and only touch the ball two minutes. You understand? So that's that's high quality basketball. That's old school fundamental basketball. And once you you don't turn the ball over in Golden State, you're gonna be cooking with fish grease. What I don't think Boston can do is Boston can't rely on one of these key players for the Warriors to just have an off night. Right. I right. don't think that's what's gonna really play a role in this. I think, like I just said, I think turnovers will be very, very big in this game. Yes. And defense, you know, this both of these teams. Just like in the game seven against Miami, they kept it under 200 points. That's pretty big. I don't think that's going to happen with the Warriors, but if they were able to, to keep them, you know, from these big breakaways, these 30 to 40 point game breakaways, I think that they have a chance. Yeah. I mean, it's always a chance. So I'm just, I feel like the Warriors, both teams got a lot to prove, but I think the Warriors, after, you know, not being in the playoffs for two years, after, you know, Clay, you know, dealing with his injuries for the last two years, no KD, and, this, you know, his questions looming in like, yo, was, was the Warriors dynasty done after KD departed? And seeing, you know, of course, again, Clay going out, Steph had a couple of injury issues, Draymond, and to see them get back to the highest level of competition and going to the NBA Finals. After a two-year hiatus, something special about that. Coach, are the Warriors going to come out and play fastball? Are they going to try to wear this Celtics team out? Or are they just going to come out there and do what they normally do? I think, you know, they're going to come out gunning. I mean, in that arena, I mean, they're going to come out. All systems go, all the horses. And another thing about the Warriors Hell, they can go 10 deep. So that means they, they got the starting five and they can bring five more guys in that can really stretch the floor and really work you. So yeah, I think they, they're gonna, they're gonna make Boston run a little bit and tire them out. And I think that's really the key to really beating Boston. The, Cause they, they're gonna hustle. Boston, they, they're gonna give everything they got. But I think Golden State, <laughs> they're gonna give them a little bit more. Which brings us to Pickens Picks, Coach. Yes, so talk to us does. here for a second. Walk us through this. We can see that you're favoring the Warriors. You know How what? do you see this series playing out? I need a cigarette so I can, you know, say Warriors in six. I don't, I don't give a damn about, you know, Celtics pride, even though I was going for the Celtics in that Miami series, as A.B. well knows, you know. But I got the Warriors in six. I think is their time. Everything needs to be vindicated right now. I don't, I don't want to hear no more talk when Steph gets his fourth ring, Draymond gets his fourth ring, Clay gets his fourth, and you know what? I want to I want to see Igadawa. Hopefully, he can get healthy and come and give us some minutes because he, because he, he's looking for his fourth ring too. And that is, I mean, oh, I'm getting chills. Because the Warriors are back, baby. Dub Nation, how y'all feeling out there? Mike, how you feeling, boy? The Lakers at home, boy. How y'all feeling? The Knicks, I love y'all, but y'all at home, boy. 
He's right. These Warriors fans, you should be turned up right now because I hate to say it. I know Coach is going to say I'm copying him, but I got the Warriors in six. Hey, now, hold on. I got the Warriors in six, 100%. You got Warriors in six. I got the Warriors in six. Man, come on now. I, I'm not, I, that's genuinely what I feel in my heart. And if it, anything, it goes to seven and then they take it at, they, they take it in seven anyways, just yeah. because they want the extra, you know, game time or however anybody wants to feel about it. But I don't, I just think you're right. I think it's Steph's time. I think it's his team's time. I think they've been hungry. They've been recovering. It's been years. Like you said, yeah. not, not one season. It's been a while for this team that is built to be in the playoffs yeah. structured that way. So they're hungry. They're and, definitely and don't, hungry. T- don't get it twisted. Boston is hungry. Yeah, Boston's We've hungry. seen it. But again, that's where that experience comes in that we talked about earlier. They're hungry, but when it comes down to 30 seconds left and you're down by five, can you pull it together against the almighty Clay Thompson, you know, Steph Curry, like like we've been talking about? And they are almighty because they're some of the best to ever do it. Yeah, I mean, for sure. And going back, you know, to people saying it was a death of a dynasty after the Warriors, we was like, we last seen the Warriors losing to the Toronto Raptors in the NBA Finals. We saw Clay going out with an injury. We, we we saw the injury to KD. We saw Steph doing all he can do to keep the team together. And everybody thought, like, damn, what are the Warriors going to do? You know what they did? They just took the course. They got draft, got draft picks, got lottery draft picks. You understand? Last couple of seasons. Had a lot of draft stock and capital. And now they now all those picks are coming to fruition. You know? And guess what? It's the Warriors' time. The Bay Area, baby. Shout out to Too Short. Shout out to E40, Efonso Relly, baby. Let's go. Shout out to my Miami Heat because we, we ain't done yet, baby. Shout out to DJ Khaled down there. We ain't playing. What, 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 what was Khaled back. saying? What was Khaled saying? Y'all thought we was done? What was Khaled saying? You, you showed me a video. All right, let's, let, let's move I mean, on. Khaled Don't was you have high. any last notes for your fans, you know, your, your fams? I ain't got nothing. Your OOP fans? You know. Shout out to the Warriors. You understand? Hey, man. Shout out to Carolina baseball. We might be getting a new coach this week, or we might be firing a coach this week. Just some little birds are chirping in the air. I don't know, man. We, I think we should get a guy another year. But who knows? You know, shout out to Carolina baseball. We just got to get back to prominence, man. We had our first losing season since 1996. You know I was in 96? I just brought the Jay-Z Reasonable Doubt album in 96. I was in ninth grade in 96. I was getting it in at 96. I was fly in 96. Pimples and all in my face. Pimples but, and all, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm Melissa Butterson. And until next time, keep winning. Peace. Thanks for listening. Check us out on Instagram at Opinions on Pickens. Please like and subscribe to us on YouTube and check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time. Keep winning.